throughout the week we have been learning concerning the beauty of the presence or um, the presence of God. Um, we began by talking about what it means to be in the presence of God or what is the presence of God. And we got to learn that um, the presence of God is God's dwelling place. The presence of God is God's holy place. And then the presence of God is the house of God where God lives. And then yesterday in the evening, we got to learn about how to be in the presence of God. We got to learn that um, one of the ways you can be in the presence of God is by sticking to the word. And we took Psalm chapter 1, which talked about the man whose delight is in the word of God and he meditates upon it during day and night. The Bible says that he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water whose leaves will not wither and will not dry out. And um, the Bible says that he will bear fruit in due season. And the Bible continues to say that um, he will become successful in everything that he or she does. It is my prayer that as you take the word of God to heart, may you become successful in all your ways in the mighty name of Jesus. Again, in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, the Bible says that do not let this book of the Lord depart out of thy mouth, but you shall meditate upon it during day and night and do according to what it says. Then your way will be prosperous and you shall have good success, which means that the word of God brings prosperity and success. That is why as a believer, you need to know the word and you need to meditate on the word because it keeps you in the presence of God. David said, I have become like an olive tree and I'm thriving in the house of God. You see, when you are in the house of God, prosperity is your portion. And I was explaining yesterday in the evening that an olive tree happens to be one of the trees that lives long on this earth, which means that when you stay in the house of God, you become like an olive tree. Number one, you will live long. Now, another thing about an olive tree is that an olive tree produces oil, which means that you'll be full of oil. In the other sense, you'll be anointed. I pray that may you become like an olive tree in the mighty name of Jesus. David continued to say that you will thrive. Um, in other words, you prosper, you flourish, or you grow. I pray that may you thrive as you are in the house of God in the mighty name of Jesus. That is why for some of us, it is very important for us to continually come for the meetings because as you are coming, you keep yourself in the presence of God. Number two is that to be in the presence of God, you must pray. How to be in the presence of God, you must pray. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 18, he said, I thank God that I pray in thanks more than all of you. Look, prayer is very important because it brings solutions. When you pray, you find yourself kept in the presence of God. When you pray, the heavens are open. You see, when Elijah prayed, the heavens were opened and rain came forth. Now, rain represents God's blessings or God's presence. That is why it is good for you to seek the face of the Lord whilst he may be found. It is good for you to seek him continually. Hallelujah. I believe I'm preaching. So prayer is very important. Jesus Christ said men ought to pray and not to faint. Now, Jesus Christ was a man who always used to pray. Now, ask yourself, why was it that he always used to pray? Because he had to communicate to his father every day. As a child of God, you need to communicate to your father. Who is your father? Is God your father? Then it's very important for you to communicate with him every day so that you stay in his presence and he will keep you safe from every form of pestilence and every foulest snare. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that may your prayers deliver you from the hands of the enemy, from the foulest snare and from every deadly pestilence. In the mighty name of Jesus. Number three is that you need to keep on coming to church. 
That is why as a child of God, it is not only okay to stay at home. I understand that this COVID-19 has come. But you see, after the COVID-19, make it a point to be in church, to stay in church. The Bible says that they that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. Hallelujah. So staying in the presence of God keeps you from dangers, from harm, which will come against you by the enemy. Hallelujah. All right. I remember my spiritual father once shared that one lady who happened to be a witch came to testify to the pastor, a pastor, telling the pastor that one time they wanted to go and attack a pastor whilst the pastor was praying. But when they got there, they realized that there was something that was covering the pastor. So they were not able to penetrate and attack the pastor. You see, prayer keeps you away from any harm that the enemy wants to inflict upon your life. And it's my prayer again that may the Lord keep you, even as you are in his presence, even as you are praying, and even as you stick to the word. Amen. This evening, quickly, I want you to take your notebooks. I want you to take your pen. I want you to take your Bible. And let us study something new concerning the presence of God. Now, this evening, I want to share on the topic, the three dangers of staying out of the presence of God. The three dangers of staying out of the presence of God. In as much as there are people who love to stay in the presence of God, there are people who also don't like to stay in the presence of God. They choose to remain out of the presence of God. They don't like anything that has to do with God. Most of them are hypocrites. Yes, if you ask them if they are Christians, they say yes. But deep in their hearts, they know that they don't have any love for God. They don't like to be in the presence of God. They come to the presence of God, two minutes, they are tired. They start complaining. They come to the presence of God, they are sleeping. They come to the presence of God, then they are doing other things. They are pressing their mobile phones, they are doing all other things. You see, you cannot mock God. As a child of God, understand that you cannot mock God. You can have time for parties, for meetings, for business, education, everything. But you cannot have time for God who has given you life. Then I beg you, I want you to know that you are in serious danger. So those who remain out of the presence of God find themselves in danger. And this evening, I want us to know three dangers of staying out of the presence of God. Quickly, I want you to take your pen and your notebook and kindly share and invite Invite others to join. All right. So number one of staying out of the presence of God is that you begin to walk in fear. You begin to walk in fear when you stay out of the presence of God. Genesis chapter 3, verse 8 to 10. Genesis chapter 3, verse 8 to 10. The Bible says, Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord, God, as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. The Bible says, and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to man, where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden. And I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. So you see, Adam and Eve here in the scriptures, it tells us that they hid themselves. Why? Why did they hide themselves? It was because they are sinned against God. And they are drawn themselves out of the presence of God. You see, there are so many ways you can find yourself out of the presence of God. And one of them is through sin. When you find yourself in sin, you keep yourself out of the presence of God. I believe I'm making sense. So Adam and Eve, after they are sinned, realized what they had done. 
realized that they had defiled themselves. So they began to hide themselves when they heard God coming to them to come and, I mean, talk with them. You see, to come and have a conversation with them, which was probably prayer. Yes. So they hid themselves. But when God found them, he said, where are you? They said that, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid. You see, whenever you um, sin against God, you become naked. Whenever you are out of the presence of God, you become naked, you become prone, in other sense, you become prone to wickedness. You unveil the covering that is upon you. And so you become prone to wickedness. And that is what I mean by the nakedness. So because of that, you begin to walk in fear. So many people are living in fear, not because God has given them fear, but it is because of the things that they are doing. They keep themselves out of the presence of God. Hallelujah. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. The Bible says that, For the Spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. In other words, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. As a child of God, remember that God hasn't given you fear. So when you begin to walk in fear of the world, then remember that you are walking out of the presence of God. David said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. You see, David knew that he was in the presence of God. He knew that God was covering him. So even though he walked in the valley of the shadows of death, he wasn't afraid. When this COVID-19 came, most of us were afraid. Most of us were afraid. Why are you afraid when you have God on your side? Why are you afraid? Why are you afraid? So it is very important to find yourself in the presence of God because staying out of the presence of God makes you prone to wickedness, makes you prone to fear. Hallelujah. John chapter 4, verse 18 to 19. The Bible says that there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. So here the Bible is teaching us that there is no fear in love. You see, anyone that has, has love for God, has love for the presence of God, does not fear. Anyone that loves God is not afraid to go out to face the world. Yes, I'm telling you. Anyone that has fear for God and has love for God does not fear the world. Yes. Um, there are so many things that have happened in this world, even in Ghana, like the gas explosions, like the accidents, like some of the things that have happened in our families, which, 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 made us, um, which made us fall into fear, thinking that, well, since this thing has happened here, it is also going to happen to me. I remember when my spiritual father died, the one who trained me into deliverance ministry and um, evangelism. When he died, I remember that some of the church members, um, even some of the ministers who happened to be prophets, men of God, who also happened to perform deliverance, they were afraid. They said that, ah, if this anointed man of God has died, then what about us? Today, because of the fear that they were walking in, they are no longer in the presence of God. You see, so it is very important for you to walk in the presence of God. When you stay out of the presence of God, you begin to walk in fear. That is why so many of us are afraid. But understand that God has not given you the spirit of fear. And the only way you can walk in confidence of the power of God is by staying in His presence. Job chapter 3, Job chapter 3, verse 25. The Bible says that what I feared has come upon me. What I dreaded has happened to me. You see, Job, in his own thoughts, was thinking that something bad will happen to him. And so it happened to him. 
He said, what I fear has come upon me. I believe some of us, the things that we fear are the things that happen to us. Why are you afraid if God is with you? The Bible says that if God be for us, who can be against us? One of my brothers in the Lord, I'm not sure he has been saying something very powerful. Some of the meetings that he came to preach to us. He was saying, he was sharing that, you see, you need to train your imagination. You need to control your imagination. Work on your imagination because your imagination is a very powerful tool. The devil can use your imaginations to conquer you. So as a child of God, you need not to think about evil things and bad things. That is why I love to always stay on the positive side, not the negative side. Even when I see something bad, I encourage that we should pray. You see? So it is very important for us not to work in fear because that is not what God has given us. If you are here and you are living in fear, sometimes you work in fear, you live in fear, then I want you to know that you are out of the presence of God. Because when you are in the presence of God, you can't walk in fear. I pray that may you find yourself in the presence of God. And may you be delivered from that spirit of fear in the mighty name of Jesus. Number two. Number two. When you walk out of the presence of God, one of the dangers is that you become selfish. You become selfish. Genesis chapter 4, verse 16 to 20. Genesis 4, 16 to 20. The Bible says that, So Cain went out from the Lord's presence and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Cain made love to his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Cain was then building a city, and he named it after his son Enoch. To Enoch was born Irad, and Irad was the father of Mehujael, and Mehujael was the father of Methushael, and Methushael was the father of Lamech. Lamech married two women, one named Ada and the other Zillah. Ada gave birth to Jabal. He was the father of those who lived in tents and raise livestock. So brethren, what I want you to know is that one of the things that happens um, when you come out of the presence of God is that he becomes selfish. You see, Cain became selfish in such a way that he began to give names to people on his own. He said, Cain was then building a city and he named it after his son Enoch. Now, as a child of God, when you are in the presence of God, Whatever that you do, you realize that at the end of it all, you say glory be to God. But there are so many people, when God does things for them, they take it upon themselves. For such people, I want you to know that they are already out of the presence of God. As a child of God, realize that everything that you have is what God has given to you. And you must give him glory for that. But when you take things upon yourself, you have become selfish, thereby putting yourself out of the presence of God. That is why it is very good to stay in the presence of God. Because when you are in the presence of God, you are delivered from all forms of selfishness. That is the gathering of the saints. The Bible says, do not forsake the brethren. The gathering of the saints. Hallelujah. So staying in the presence of God, I mean, brings unity. So we all come into unity of the faith. And we are made into a perfect man. That is what God wants to make us. Not that God wants to um, 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 divide us. The Bible says that do not look out for your own interest, but also look out for the interest of others. As a believer, you must walk in love, not in selfishness. Cain had sinned against God. And when God banished him out of the presence and he went out of the presence, I believe that Cain could have come back to God. But you see, Cain out of his um, 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 sins decided to walk out of the presence of God, to continue to go out of the presence of God. 
and then he began to build a city for himself. What happens is that whenever you walk out of the presence of God, you begin to do things on your own and begin to take glory on your own. That is what happened to Satan and he was struck down. Remember, God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. So don't walk out of the presence of God. Don't stay out of the presence of God else you begin to do things on your own and you become selfish. Number three is that you begin to murmur and complain. You begin to murmur and complain. Numbers chapter 11 verse 1. Numbers chapter 11 verse 1. The Bible says that, and when the people complained, it displeased the Lord. And the Lord heard it. And his anger was kindled. And the fire of the Lord burnt among them and consumed them that were in the uttermost parts of the camp. You see, the Israelites, after all that God had done for them, they didn't appreciate it. They chose to serve idols. They chose to remain out of the presence of God. They chose to be disobedient. And because of that, they were not seeing anything that God was doing in their lives by delivering them from the hands of their oppressors. Yet still, they were complaining. They were complaining. And one thing I realized is that because they were out of the presence of God, they found themselves complaining. They found themselves murmuring. And I'm telling you, some of us here who like to complain about everything that has to do with God, this is the reason. Because we are out of the presence of God. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. And this is our last scripture. And we are done. Philippians chapter 2, verse 14 to 15. Philippians chapter 2, verse 14 to 15. What does the Bible say? It says that, do everything without grumbling or arguing, so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation, and you will shine among them like stars in the sky. As a believer, as a child of God, whatever that you do, don't complain. Most of us are fond of complaining. Every little thing, any other this thing has happened, any other thing has happened. Why are you the only special person living in this world? Let me tell you, you are not the only one living in this world. God loves everyone. If you stay in the presence of God, stay in the presence of God. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Let me tell you, for some of us here, maybe you might be complaining that, oh, the prayers is too much. Like the way um, um, Terry was telling me this evening that someone was saying that, hey, so Terry, that's for you every time you are praying. I remember when I used to be in Achimota school. Someone made a statement told me. He was like, so you there every time you are reading the Bible. I'm telling you, today my life is far better than that person. Yes, because I, I, I know the person up to date. My life has moved far, farther than that person. So do nothing with complaint because when you complain, it displeases God. God is not happy with people who like complaining. Look, even if you come to the presence of God and you are praying and you find yourself sleeping, you are resting here. It is a blessing. You are dwelling in his presence. Rather than complaining, it is evil. So that is the message that I have for us this evening. The dangers of staying out of the presence. You, you begin to walk in fear. You become selfish. You begin to murmur and complain about everything. And you see, those who like complaining, watch them. Watch them. Because for such people, Satan has entered them. When Satan entered Peter, he began to rebuke Jesus Christ when he was talking about the will of God. Yes. And this is what Jesus Christ said to him. Get thee behind me, Satan. Even though say, just, um, 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 Peter, Peter, 
happened to be an apostle and a disciple, one of um, 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 Jesus' lovers. Jesus called him Satan because at that point in time, Satan had entered into him. Yes. Again, when Martha began to complain, when um, they were having a feast, and then he was complaining, he was like, um, see Mary and the other people, um, 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 they are not working. Why is it that they are working? Martha was complaining, and Jesus Christ told them that it is not about you going about doing all the works, but it's about those who sit down to listen to my word. So don't complain. It is not a good thing. Stay in the presence of God. Take delight in God's presence and be blessed by it. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray that may you walk in the presence of God and may you be full of power, be full of joy, be full of the presence in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone will say, Amen. This is Kofi K. And it's a blessing to know you are here. Kindly subscribe to my podcast on Apple Podcasts and Podcast Addict on Android Play Store. Also follow my page on Instagram and Facebook with the same name. And I'll be glad to hear from you. Stay safe and God bless you.